You there? Oh, sorry, I was just doing something else. <laughs> Fair enough. Before we start, are we recording? We are recording, we're yes. Recording. Yeah. recording. Are we yeah. are we recording audio? And we're off. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's recording. We're recording. Everything is recording. Before I, before we start this latest episode of the wonderful Wibbly Top Content Podcast, have you noticed how we're doing in the charts? Not not the Pepsi chart or the Nescafe, oh. the <laughs> iTunes charts. No, I haven't. We well, are I, up I noticed... and down like a nun's knickers. Yeah. Well, I noticed that we would have been down because I did realise, obviously, my my ineptitude in not recording the video last week, it did have a significant impact on our amount of plays that we had. Yeah. It's lost us about a third of each of them. So an object lesson in press record. But at one point we were mid-40s, which is which is good looking at the competition, and then we've suddenly gone down to 210. I don't know. I think I think that's more to do with the fact that obviously potentially podcasts in that um, particular section, obviously depending on when we put them in and when other ones are released, they obviously get loads of plays on a particular day and we get none and we'll get loads of plays on the days that our go out, ours go out and then we don't get any. It's, you know, well, it's, a, it's a, a, literally a dribble. Long-term listeners to this dribble. Long-term um, sufferers. We'll, we'll understand that we release on a Thursday because yeah. that's the same day as Top of the Pops used to be. Yeah. And we release on a Sunday because we want to give you some entertainment rather than have to watch Tim Lovejoy's face on Channel 4. That's true. And, that's and also, the only- that's, the, that's, that's the, it's quite it's got a neat synergy between the day that the charts were announced, mm. you know, Bruno a countdown or Mark Goodyear a countdown to the, num- the number one uh, and then and then the day that Top of the Pops would be on. I think yeah. that's quite a neat, a neat bit of synergy that we've fallen into there. Although the charts now come out on a Friday, Friday on Radio 1. There we go. Just, just one for the kids there. One for the that's kids. For, that's for the TikTok generation <laughs> who love Greg James and his fake name. <laughs> oh, we're back on that, are we? Oh, excellent. Right, okay. <laughs> Before we start, um, I'm really in a weird place here. We've literally got fires up the road. So... On Friday, it reached 118 degrees Fahrenheit. My God. Which is 40-odd degrees Celsius. The highest temperature on Earth was recorded the other day in Death Valley at 55 degrees Celsius. God knows what that is, Fahrenheit. 3,000. So the whole of Los Angeles is like a, a tinderbox. A little spark can get the whole thing going on fire. As Trump wanted to say, he said, oh, the uh, forest rangers... Uh, in California, should learn to clean the um, forest floor more. Yeah. Well, I mean, has anybody actually thought to maybe fight these forest fires with with cans of soup? You could love them and, you know... You could love them. They look innocent because you can go home and say, I'm feeding my family. Um, I only say that because, yeah, 118 degrees Celsius... Yeah. There's ash everywhere outside. And, and just up well, the they're road. they're a very popular band. I mean, you know. I preferred it when Charlotte Hathley were in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would also wanted to be in Charlotte Hathley. Um, <laughs> over there is the Angeles National Forest. Uh, right. It's just next to Mount Wilson, which is where one of the world's most important observatories is for the research of the universe. Hubble works literally there. So there's fires raging at the moment. People are being yeah. evacuated from their homes. We are hearing water planes go up constantly to dump water on this. Do you know how this fire was caused in this tinderbox environment 
of 118 degrees heat. No, you're going to have to tell me. It wasn't an electrical bolt of lightning from overhead power cables. It was fireworks, which are illegal in LA, at a fucking gender reveal party. They had a party in lockdown. Gender reveal party. It's a girl or a boy. It's one or the other at this level in life. Uh, and the the gender reveal party with fireworks has caused evacuations, the destruction of flora and fauna, the threatening of one of the world's greatest observatories, the equipment that measures most of California's earthquakes, like the yeah. really expensive equipment linked to Caltech, which is five minutes that way, is all up there on the mountain. And someone's started a massive fire because of fireworks. Excuse my language, but... <laughs> Perfectly reasonable under the circumstances. I mean, of course, gender reveal parties uh, in days gone by used to be known as the birth. That's when you used to find these things out. Or now it could be the sonogram or, or something like that, or the 20-week scan. But now we have to have a party for it. I've got a mate who found out the gender of his child at the earliest scan. God knows what that is, 20 weeks or something. And he went, it's a girl, no pie. She's just got to be brought up under my yeah. thumb. They didn't need a party. They didn't need a cake that had bloody blue or pink Smarties in it or any of this shit. I'm never going to have kids. I don't understand it. Um, if, if you're going to have kids, great. But Jesus Christ, nobody gives a crap. Paint the nursery yellow. A, a non-gender specific colour? Well, not non-gender specific. It's just like... A blue bedroom or a pink bedroom can age pretty quickly. And this whole designation of blue for boys and pink for girls is, again, quite a recent modern affectation. In, in the Victorian times, pink was a boy's colour, which is why a lot of the early football shirts and rugby shirts were pink. It was yeah. the ultimate masculine colour. Yeah. And through some weird cultural reasons in the West over the last 100 years, pink's for girls, blue's for boys... It's crap. It really is. Well, it, just, it's 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 Max Bygraves' fault. <laughs> it's all down to Max Bygraves. He started singing about pink toothbrushes and blue toothbrushes, and of course, the whole thing has gone completely tits up. It's his fault. Max Bygraves was an awful Family Fortunes host. I'm sorry, lad, but. Even when Les Dennis is better than you. <laughs> it's like the uh, cultural amnesia that we have in, in the UK of Stars in the Rise was always Matthew Kelly. It bloody wasn't. It was Leslie Crowder. Leslie Crowder, that. yeah, yeah. And then he got into a big car crash in his Rolls yeah. Royce and he never came back to our screens. Very sad. And thankfully, people forget Cat Daly's turn in it. Yeah, and, and, and it's now Harry Hill, which is just a very weird... No, it's not Harry Hill. Is it not? No, you you did impressions of this person the other week. Did I? Is it, is it Paul McCartney? I lay my hat. It's Paul Young's. Oh, it's Gino DeCampo. Yes, it's it's Paul Young's. Is he presenting stars in their eyes? No, he's presenting oh, Family Fortunes. Family Fortunes. No, no, I meant was oh, sorry, stars I was in their eyes. Stars Harry Hill. Yes. Oh God, I remember that. That was awful. Yeah. yeah. That was it's, terrible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Harry. We asked a hundred people. <laughs> that that's went a bit Rolf had, Harris then. That went wrong, didn't it? That's where they had weird sketches with the contestant before they went through the doors. I didn't watch it. I, I, it I, was I, strange. I, I, no, I mean, 
no. I, I, I never. I was never really a fan of um, of stars in their eyes, particularly. I just. I just found the entire thing. But but the bit the bit that I hated the most about it was the idea that you know people would go in and they come out and they go bloody same, and then and then they'd they'd sing the opening bar of whatever it was. I don't know Sweet Caroline or whatever it was. Yeah, it was that. It was the clapping. You know, like they just. You know, like it was listening to Dame Margaret Rutherford or something like that, or a, a more a more culturally, uh, you know, a more a more pop culture reference than that. You know, yes, yeah. Oh, I love the fact that you're not even forty and you're dropping those bombs. <laughs> Dame Margaret Rutherford, yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> God, uh, yeah. But there we go. I mean, it, <laughs> fantastic in the Saint Trillions films. Yes, yes, yeah, but not as good as Alistair Sim. Oh God, it was definitely better than Russell Brand. Anyway, uh, enough about him. <laughs> yeah, but you see, that's, I see. I, I I thought you were going to say about about the wildfires that it was caused by overuse of of the oven. What with the Brexit deal being oven ready, but didn't he actually go to like South Wales and he went, it's uh, oven ready, poppity ping, which is f- microwave. But but it's not. Well, this is a, they've now they've now turned around and said, nah, it's nah, it's no good. So am I right in seeing this? Because I it was Labor Day yesterday, so I was at the beach. Hence my glow. Yeah. Um, went all Nicki Minaj then. No, I went all Cardi B with my wet ass pussy. <laughs> um, Have you watched the video for that, by the way? Yeah, the dancing's terrific. I really it's like brilliant. Cardi B. It's really good. I had to listen to the song in full or watch the video in full until the back end of last week. And it, I was like, this is really, really good. Better than that god awful rock star song, which has been, you know, da baby. Oh, oh I, like, I thought you were making rubbish. a nickelback for a second. No, no, no. Well, that's well, we know that's terrible. I mean, we don't need to, don't need to... cultural revisionists will show that Chad Kroger was never as bad as you imagined. Oh, yeah, never. And he's going to end up with statues to him, aren't they? Well, I want him yes. and Josie Scott, the guitarist, possibly in the throes of singing "Hero." The theme. See, that was that Spider-Man was quite Mills. a good that was quite yeah. a good record. I, I thought I still that was a decent record. Anyway, but no, uh, what's pussy? Cardi B's a genius. She's so clever with her image. Yeah. And the way that's spread across the planet is is amazing. And there's some absolutely fantastic remixes and mashups out there. You know, like an 80s funk version. There's, I, I was listening to uh, Wet Ass Pussy versus Britney Spears Toxic this morning. Ooh, okay. Yeah, good. It's good. What were we talking about before Wet Ass Pussy? Boris. So there's, there's, there's a neat segue there. Um, yes. From yeah, one... I've, I've, I've missed this. They've come out, am I right, in Parliament and said, yes, we will be breaking international law. Yeah. But only slightly. Yeah. The, the, what they've done is, I think they've confused themselves with being James Bond, where, the, where you're allowed to break international law if at the end of it you get the bad guy. Means to um, Yes, yes, but I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Well, unless we end up with sort of, you know, this ends up with Dominic Cummings in cuffs. I'm not quite sure that this is quite justifiable. Yeah, but we um, have been talking about lots and lots of celebrities in the last few weeks who do like a bit of BDSM. Have we? Is that is that Cardi B's follow up to WAP? No, but uh, you said Dominic Cummings in cuffs. Oh, I did, that's true. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've they've come out and said, well, actually, this deal that we negotiated that we wouldn't let anybody else see, which we've been raving about for months and which we actually won an election off the back of saying how good it is and all the rest of it. We've now turned around, what, 16 weeks, 15 weeks before the transition period comes to an end and we've now said, actually, lads, 
it's not quite where we want it to be, so therefore we're just going to break some rules. So this is the withdrawal agreement, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, this is it, yeah. withdrew the whip on some of the Tories. About 20 odd of them, yeah. Most effective, well-respected, experienced in both business and political dealings. People like Philip Hammond, Ken Clark, Winston Churchill's grandson, yeah, Nicholas Soames. They removed the whip from them and forced yep. them to stand down as MPs yep. in the December general election because this was the withdrawal agreement that if you were becoming or became a re-elected Conservative MP, you would sign this. Absolutely. This was this yep. was it. This, this was, as you said, the oven-ready Brexit deal. This is what the whole election was geared to. This is what all these apparatchiks that now exist in the Tory party had signed up for. Mm. And now it's not good enough. So the red belt got removed and re- replaced by Tory MPs in a higgledy-piggledy way. And they made great inroads in North Wales, the Midlands, Yorkshire, uh, Yorkshire and North the North East on a, on a lie. Yeah. That's, that's, pre- that's pretty much it. I can't, I, uh, yes, I can't add to that, really. Because that's, tell me, that's tell a, me neat, a very neat... Tell me again why people aren't revolting in in the UK. Well, there's certain people that are definitely revolting. I mean, it's most mostly the cabinet, but but that means revolting in a a completely different sense. Yes, I mean, I I don't know. I think I think people are quite busy with local lockdowns. They've neatly distracted everybody with. Oh, hang on, it's still here, lads. COVID. So I've heard heard Bolton's gone into lockdown today. Bolton's gone into lockdown. Yeah, yeah, that place isn't bad enough already. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, Saying that, so there's, there's a that. really, really nice bit in Bolton which they redid. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the old pumping house. It's really, really nice. Okay, it's got restaurants in there and a cinema. It's right next door, around the corner from the city hall or town hall. The Albert Halls. Yeah, that's it. Went for a gin tasting there. It was lovely. And I went that's to see. Uh, I went to see Fred Dibner's statue. Fred Dibner's statue. The, yeah. the man's a legend. Then I went to go and see Vernon Kay's statue. And then I flushed <laughs> twice. <laughs> Was Fred Dibner's statue at the top of a like a, a smokestack? No. Because that's really where it should be, let's be honest. No, Fred Dibner's statue is on top of your mum. <laughs> hey. I haven't got the thing this week. <laughs> Whoa! If there was any it. call for a little bit of Seinfeld bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. Edit that in later. Be fine. No, but I, I think I think that the writing was on the wall for this. I mean, when they said that this was oven ready, it was ready to go in the microwave. I think that should have been an absolutely clear red flag. Is that this? What clearly wasn't ready because can't cook is a cock. Uh, can't cook won't cock. Man cock. Um, can't cook man cock. Um, is, we got there in the end. Know, we got there in the end. I, I was just I was I was workshopping that as I was yeah. saying it. Um, it's, it's like jazz. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was free forming. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so, that's a great idea for a, um, a comedy club thing. Jazz cabinet. So you, you've got a man on a double bass. Didn't he play for Swansea? I know uh, that was that was what was his name? Jazz, uh, jazz. What was his name? What was the name of that player? He played for who? Swindon. Swansea. Oh, Swansea. Oh God, what was his name? I'll have to find that later. We'll, we'll put that in commu- in uh, corrections and clarifications. And if you ever lived in Hull in the 90s, Jasbo Browns was the best bar, but you had to go all the way to St. Andrew's Key for it. Had big giant sofas, like Churchill's in Warrington used to have, you know, all the references across the M62 today. Well, 
with the jazz cabinet, I like that. Well, I mean, they're kind of. I mean, we've got a jazz prime minister, really. You could, like, go, depending if you mishear that, that would work as well. Jazz well, it's certainly minister. no razzle dazzle, but he does like a bit no. of Reader's wives, anybody's wife. <laughs> hey, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it is like that. It is. It is free form jazz in terms of their sort of approach. Well, no, I'm just kind of making it up, man. We're just free form. We're just like, we're just letting the vibe. We're letting the letting the you know the mood flow through us. And, and I, I read this week as well that I don't know how it got leaked, but we do know how it got leaked because Cummings leaked it. And it's not a leak if you get told it. That no. Boris and all Tory spokespeople that get put forward to the media have now got to double down on their personal attacks on Keir Starmer because everything else of substance has been lost. Oh, is that? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, and it's if- like... Wept. When we started this podcast, I think we were a few episodes in when Dominic Cummings drove to his parents' house, which, weirdly, the cottage was in his and his sister's name. And then they drove to Barnard Castle on his wife's birthday, even though he was there to do his eyesight and nothing else. And for about four or five days solid, everybody asked for Dominic Cummings' resignation. Then he did that stupid thing sat down at a, a picnic table in the back garden at number 10 Downing Street and he didn't resign. Yeah. And it just got forgotten about. And I know everything else is sort of spiralled on with the UK being the one of one of the biggest per capita deaths on the planet. But for f- sake, why isn't anybody resigning at all? Because we, we, we've moved on. Just It's just time to move on. Just let's move on. Nobody cares anymore. Move on. Coronavirus has been brilliant in that a lot of people who were recently deported by Priti Patel and mm. swathes of Home Secretaries before her, people who came with valid passports, valid citizenship during the Windrush had been sent back to Jamaica with no means of support back in Jamaica. And people have died, but it's good because they've been those deaths are hidden in the coronavirus. And so Boris has the temerity to go on TV and just go, Black Lives Matter movement doesn't matter in the UK. It's a different set of circumstances. Why won't people see these people as the liars and charlatans that they are? The fact that we're now going to break international law for something that was lied about and the Russia report, A, alluded to, and B, then said, well, we didn't have the actual strength to investigate Russian interference in Brexit. Yet everybody still walks around with newspaper columns, directorships and the like everywhere. And I'm just a gog. British democracy's dead. It's dead. I, I think I think I, I just, you know, I'll go back to what I said earlier on. I think what they've done is they've imagined that they are, in fact, James Bond who can get away with transgressions left, right and centre. And then what they've done is they've con- sort of compounded that by listening to the new James Bond, the title of it, and they've misheard it and actually thought, it's no time to pry. And that's it. I mean, I think, you know... Where's the, the stock of, when we need it? I know, I know. I mean, the stock of Home Secretaries is plummeting somewhat because not only this week have we got, obviously, pretty much I'll just keep it to a, a usual level, um, but also Jackie Smith is t- partaking of the new series of Strictly. Oh. Um, oh. So... No, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind Strictly as, as it goes. I mean, I'm not... I'd watch it if it was on. Doesn't bother me. But, you know, I mean, she's Strictly Come Dancing and whereas Pretty Patel is Strictly Not Cummings or Strictly Not Coming at all across the channel. Dot, dot, dot. 
as well. It's where we're at. This week, I believe the net migration figures came out, and it showed that although European numbers had gone down, immigrants from the rest of the world, that's uh, immigrants, economic migrants, and asylum seekers, refugees that were coming to the UK from Northern Africa, the Middle East, has actually increased. So what's your Brexit for now? You don't like other people of other colours. We understand that. Oh... If you would like to get in contact with the Top Content Podcast, please send an email to topcontentpod at gmail.com. You can find us at Top Content Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're also on TikTok, but we never use it, so don't bother.